Welcome back to Genuine Ground, where everything is genuine and nothing is edited. I'm Mackenzie. And I'm Sarah. And all are welcome. Hey, you guys. Welcome back to another episode. Hey. Hey. <laughs> How are you? Good. Good? I'm good. How are you feeling? Just chilling. How are you? <laughs> fabulous. Absolutely fabulous. <laughs> Life is in shambles. No, in the best way possible, though. Um, no. Okay. Actually, fun topic. <laughs> okay take two hashtag be real (laughs) there are sometimes we start this podcast and i (laughs) we just i don't know we get in a giggly mood yeah i don't know why something about a mic in front of your face just does it (laughs) i don't know and what's so funny is i was talking to my friends about i was trying who i don't remember who i was talking to i was talking to one of our friends and i was like they were like oh like how do you podcast like i could never put myself out there like that whatever i'm like Actually, it's a lot, it's different than you think because yeah. like you're, li- Sarah and I are literally sitting in grout fits right now in our sweatpants, like sitting on the floor of her living room. Yeah, I think it's a lot easier than people think. Just looking <laughs> at ourselves. So like when we post episodes, it's not like we think, oh, <laughs> cute man number right. three is listening to this. I yeah. don't know. Does that make sense? Yeah, it, it kind of feels not real because we record far in advance. And so then it's like, oh, they'll never know. But then but then they do listen and they text you about it and you're like, oh, damn. <laughs> so you just like click post and you don't think about it and you're like, fuck, I guess he could have listened to that. Totally could have. But it's fine. We've made it this far. We've, we're fine. It is so interesting. There's so many guys that are like, oh, my God, what do you talk about on your podcast? I want to listen to your podcast. Or they do one thing and they're like, so am I going to be on it? No. Am I gonna be on your podcast? Actually, can I be can I be a guest on your podcast? No. <laughs> no, sir. No, you can't. Speaking of, um, I feel like it's a lot of guy friends that want to be on oh, the podcast, yeah. Yeah. which brings us into today's episode topic, which is falling for your friends. Mm-hmm. I don't think we've ever talked about this before. <clears throat> no, what do you think about it? Like, what do you think about Yeah. I guess, okay. Have you okay. fallen for a friend? I have before. Yes. Tell me all about it. it it was a time. So in college, um, I had a friend and we weren't super, super close. We were friends. And I don't know why, but one spring break, we just randomly just started texting all day, every day. And it carried back into when we came back to school. And then we were in the same classes together. We started studying all the time, blah, blah, blah. And he had a very flirty personality. So I was just like, ah, it's just him being him, you know, whatever. Mm-hmm. But then... One day he asked me to, it's like formal, whatever, for his organization he was in. So I was like, okay, well, yeah, that's something. And then we went to formal and then we hooked up, you know, alcohol, everything induced. So, but then we dated for a while. So it did, I guess it works, you know, like it wasn't like a complete fail. How long before you guys were, like before that happened, would you say you were friends for? Oh, like at least a year or two. Oh, so but that's, like, that a good close. amount of t- yeah. yeah, but, like, still, like, I feel like for you to be friends for, like, two years yeah. prior to and that never moving to a different stage mm-hmm. until then, like, mm-hmm. that's <laughs> healthy. And so, it like, would. you guys, like, truly, maybe you weren't super close, but, like, right, you right. knew each other. Yeah. On, yeah. like, a deeper level. Yeah. And it's funny because I feel like that was a very college thing to do, you know, to be friends for a while and then some event takes it to the next level I guess I guess that is kind of like a college thing right like yeah you're at some like date party or whatever you need a date for a date party or Mm -hmm. you're going to something or you're at some party and you're like Mm -hmm. ooh, yeah because you need so many 
different events to invite people to and things. And so right. it's just, it's not that weird to be like, oh, come out with me this night. Yeah. And then stuff happens. So, hmm. yeah. So, yeah, it did. Um, it's interesting. So that just like escalated because you guys started talking more. And yeah. Like- and then we just got closer and then. It was like we were talking all day, every day kind of thing. And people started joking, like, y'all should date, blah, blah, blah. And we're like, ha, So, I mean, granted, this was college and this was, right. you know, prior to therapy sessions. Right. So, was that like a, do you think a healthier relationship? <laughs> like, being friends first? Yeah. I think for me, yeah. I'm very slow to open up. And so that situation, I think, yeah, it was a lot better for me personally. Because mm-hmm. <laughs> we were t- kind of like talking about before we started recording this episode, like how... I feel like, have you ever heard of the box theory, like Tink, mm-hmm. Tinks's box theory of how yeah. guys put girls into boxes, like, yeah. oh, I would just have sex with her, oh, I would date her, or oh, she's just a friend kind of thing, mm-hmm. and they put you in boxes. I feel like I kind of put men in boxes, kind of. I feel like initially mm-hmm. when you meet someone, for example, um, I have a friend that was <laughs> like, there is this guy whatever and like she was trying to set us up or whatever but like when I meet said guy yeah I like you're automatically thinking okay do I see this person in like an attractive dating sexual sense or do I see them as like oh they'd be a great friend right and I feel like within that first meeting whether no matter who it is maybe you're just like at a party and like you meet someone new and you're like Mm -hmm. oh he's cute like Mm -hmm. and then you just try to like sort what box would I would yeah. I put him in? What would I label that? Yeah. Isn't it so weird how, like, our brain always wants to create a label? Mm-hmm. I think yeah, that's so interesting. Clarification. Yeah. Yeah. It's, okay, so I'm thinking about the boxing. So in reverse, though, we've talked about this before, about how guys a lot of times are friends with girls they totally sleep with. But girls, <laughs> it's usually opposite. Like, their guy friends are usually, like, platonic. And it's just funny to see the difference. This is also very interesting. Recently, matched with this guy on Hinge. Mm -hmm. Didn't know he had also matched with my other friend. Uh Little did I know that other said friend has been fooling around with this man. Mm -hmm. And so literally I'm out with her, figure out that we like match with the same person. She is literally explaining me in graphic detail (laughs) the sex that they they had. And I was like, okay. (laughs) Okay. Awesome. Cool, Good cool, to cool, know cool. that this cool. man's great. Okay, whatever. And then I realized, okay, well, since my friend's talking to him, I am not talking to him anymore. Mm-hmm, that mm-hmm. is weird. Not trying to be Eskimo sisters with one of my best friends. Right. Just not happening. Right. So um, I texted him later on. I was like, hey, like, yeah, I don't think, like, we should talk anymore because you are talking to my friend. My friend. Mm-hmm. Um, and then he was just like, oh, like, it's nothing serious. Like, we're just friends. I'm like, well, I don't sleep with my friends. Yeah. <laughs> what the fuck is that? <laughs> like, what? What is it in this guy's right mind? Yeah. Because what did he want you to say to that? Like, what? what like, was what? So we're going to go on dates and then I'm going to tell my friends about you that they already know? You're like, oh, okay. Yeah. They already know a lot weird. of very intimate details of you? <laughs> yeah. I don't know what he thought you did or didn't know. That's stupid. Dumbass. So just stupid. A dumbass. Don't yeah. do that. No. That's just, like, idiotic. No. Right? Yeah, very, very. Anyways. That's, it's just, I don't know, disappointing. 
disappointing. Ugh. And obviously you're going to end up in the group chat. I'm sorry. No well, matter. Yeah. <clears throat> but he already was. You know what I mean? Like what? <laughs> what's wrong with him? Like it's still a thing. Like if you go out with any girl, it doesn't really matter. You're going to have a nickname. Friends every Every guy a girl goes out with, you have a nickname. Mm-hmm. Or sometimes they say said name because maybe you have an interesting name. I don't know. Sure. Um, but there's going to be a nickname for you. And obviously you're going to be talked about. So then, mm-hmm. because girls chat. Everyone ch- everyone talks. But especially girls. Girls are so chit Everyone talks. Yeah. So, and I also think that's kind of interesting in like the dating sense. Like if you are, get, or you do get flirty with a friend. Mm-hmm. Because I do feel like mutual friends are very invested in that relationship. Yes. Like the friends that know both of you. Yes. Yes. They really push for it. How did that go with your friends when you... I was actually very nervous about it because I was very concerned what people would think. Um, I just... There's always that, that worry of changing the dynamic of a friendship. Like I was worried, would all of our friends be down for this or would they talk shit, you know? Or... You know, say we break up, blah, 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 doesn't work out. I don't want friends to choose sides, blah, blah, blah. And so it was tough. I was really worried about that going into it. But then I was just like, fuck it. You know, I deserve my chance. So, yeah, I kind of had to push that aside. But I think that was a really big concern of mine. You just said to be confident in your own thought and like yeah. your feelings at yeah. that point. It made me think of, okay, I just had to pull up this post that I saw on this Instagram account Mm -hmm. that I follow it's Mm -hmm. called daddy issues and Mm -hmm. I read it earlier and it made me think of this (laughs) I feel like this is so true with like friends that you know like everyone wants to know the tea like what's going on what's the drama am I the drama I don't know also sorry if I talk like a million miles a minute I had so much caffeine today (laughs) I got an espresso you guys got an espresso and I swear I've been off the walls today life-changing anyway (laughs) so the Instagram says When I say I hate drama, I mean I hate being involved in drama. Mm, Other people's drama, big fan. Yes. And I kind of agree. I'm like, how is it that like when it's you're the drama, you're like, oh, fuck. Like, I don't want people talking about me. But like, I know if something happens to one of my friends, I'm like, oh, my God, what happened? Like, tell me all about it. Yes. (laughs) And that kind of makes me think of like the scenario too. Like dating friends. Why do girls go to dinner to talk about shit, you know? (laughs) Obviously. Oh, my gosh. It was so funny. Um, I was hanging out with some friends recently and I feel like whenever you're hanging out with like guy and girl groups, like uh-huh. mixed, uh-huh. eventually it turns into guys in one corner, yes. girls in one corner. Yes. It just like, auto- it happens eventually. Yeah. Especially in football season. At some point mm-hmm. in the day, some mm-hmm. point in the night, it happens. So it was so funny cause we were like watching the football game or whatever and so it's like all the girls on the couch and like all the guys went outside and then as soon of course as soon as the guys leave mm-hmm. all the girls are chatting we're like oh my god so so this happened blah blah yes. blah, blah dating history catch up here yes. we go blah blah blah, blah. yeah talking about all the hookups and everything oh my god yes it's just it's, the, it's the environment it's safe all of a sudden yeah it's just very funny <laughs> so guys if you think girls are talking about you when you walk away it's probably true absolutely we always do <laughs> but i also think it's just like um I don't know. Girls talk more just in general. Yeah, I think that's how we connect. Well, also, too, girls, granted, this is a very general stereotype, um, but I do think girls are typically a little bit more empathetic sometimes because we've always been, I feel like we've always been trained that way, like, growing up. Mm -hmm. Like, oh, check on your friend, make sure they're okay. Mm -hmm. Like, right. 
I don't know. Girls are... It's more acceptable, I think, for girls to talk about their feelings because girls are known to be emotional from their periods or whatever. Mm-hmm. Like, it's just more accepted in society, more yeah. th- more so than men. And so I think that, like, girls naturally always want to talk about these things where, like, guys probably don't as much because mm-hmm. it's not as accepted. Like, a guy yeah. is not going to sit around and, like, be like, oh, my God, I went out with this girl named Caitlin and I was, she was, like, right. so pretty and blah, 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 and, like, get so excited. Like, yeah. Or, like, if someone breaks up, you know you can always get the tea from the girl. Right. The guys are never going to be like, man, like, are you okay? What happened? Like, no. <gasps> Some guys right do. Away. I mean, right if it was – away, though, like, yeah. immediately. It's going to take them, like, to go golfing. And, you know, once they finally have a few beers, they'll start be like, hey, man, like, are you okay? But it's not going to yeah. be, like, the immediate texting and the And, like, let me call you tea. and see if you're fine. Yeah. It's just a very different approach. Which, yeah, which is why I think relationships are so hard sometimes because mm-hmm. there's two different kind of communication styles mm-hmm. and we're all yeah. on kind of, like, different wavelengths. Mm-hmm. that makes sense? Yeah. Otherwise. Yeah. Definitely, you have to be considerate of how other people open up. It's so different. But, I mean, I guess that's why I feel like dating a friend could be really good because mm-hmm. if you already have, like, open communication, you already are, like, you care about each other clearly. There's mm-hmm. not, like, that sexual tra- attraction. Mm-hmm. You've built that connection already. You have that communication without judgment. Yeah. Knowing them as a friend first that mm-hmm. I feel like it would actually form a stronger, intimate bond. Yeah. I think a lot of it, too, that I like about the idea of it is and I've been working on this for like the past two years is not putting people I'm dating on a pedestal and so I think having that friendship first helps get that mindset off of like oh my god this is the best person since sliced bread whatever right and so I think that that's a cool thing because you're really looking at who they are and I think that's Mm -hmm. so healthy and then you feel more comfortable it's just I don't know I guess I never really thought before that relationship that it could change. Like, I definitely saw this guy as just a friend. But then it changed for me, you know? So I think I always thought, kind of like what you were saying about the box, mm-hmm. that it was stuck. But I've learned, for me at least, that I definitely can change, I think. So kind of going back to the box theory, well, you relate to this, right? Mm-hmm. You feel like you kind of also mentally put people in boxes? Yeah. Yeah, usually, yeah. What do you think is, like, the difference between putting someone in a dating box? Mm-hmm versus a friend box or friend zone um for me I think it timing is a big thing okay like I think if if I meet a friend or if I meet a guy who I label as a friend but I have all my little roster going on (laughs) I'm gonna be very entertained with my roster and like if I have people I'm already attached to it's gonna be kind of shit off for me okay but then if I'm in a different mindset or something then I could be open you know? Okay. I think that's kind of how it changed for me. So where you are, like, okay, that makes sense. What, like space, like, I guess, almost. Yeah, yeah. because mm-hmm. it all, if you have an attachment with someone else already, mm-hmm. you're more focused on building that building yeah. that relationship, and obviously yeah. you already have that attachment. That's fair. Yeah. But if so you're, I like, think that's a part of it for sure. newly single or... Or, like, say you're trying to... Like, say you just got fucked over or whatever, and you're like, yep. I need to change you, whatever. I can see that changing. Interesting. Okay. Yeah, it's interesting. Hmm. How do you feel about that? Um, I think for me, it's... Mm, I agree with you on the attachment thing. Because I think, naturally, I'm a very loyal person. Mm-hmm. Um, I 
can't talk to too many people at once. Like, yeah, like actually, like actually, like care about them. So like, I am not much of a person of having a roster per mm-hmm. se anymore. As more so as I would have a couple years ago. Right. Like I just. It takes a lot of time and energy. <laughs> the energy for me. The energy. Like, I just I just don't have that much time anymore, yeah. nor do I care. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think for me, yes, if I have an attachment to someone and I'm interested in them, I kind of have blinders on in a way. Mm-hmm. Like, I just don't really care about forming new attachments or – looking for someone new because I'm tr- I am want to invest in that relationship. Yeah. If that makes sense. If yeah. I see that there's potential in it. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think with that being said, I mean, it really depends. But I think initially that is just the, the initial attraction, yeah. like physical attraction. Right. right. Like, yeah, there are some times where it's like, handsomest man walks mm-hmm. in I'm like you're like damn yeah, I would mm-hmm. yeah like, hello who are you nice to meet you mm-hmm. here's my number um yeah yeah. <laughs> yeah but I have to say all those times like that it it's never for the right reasons for me personally or or you have like a really good um connection like, like off the bat banter mm-hmm. like a good banter mm-hmm. or like you guys connect on something mm-hmm. um that's good <laughs> yeah yeah. And I feel yeah. like that's also kind of like how attraction forms. So like maybe yeah. someone's not doesn't knock my socks off like right. Physically maybe right at first maybe he's not like a drop dead gorgeous chiseled model, Prince. you know? <laughs> but um maybe like after you are in a like a group conversation or something and then they're like mm-hmm. you guys clearly see the same see things the same way. Yeah. That's when Yes. That's when I think compatibility kicks in and helps make decisions. Yeah. I am. This is kind of a tangent, but I saw a TikTok the other day about a girl talking about what sexual tension is. Ooh. And I thought it was kind of cool. Tell me about it. I never really thought about like what it is. And all it is is just two people who are feeling the same vibe. And so it's like if you're feeling it, they're feeling it too kind of thing. And um, so you need to kind of remind yourself that. If that is a rare feeling for you to go towards it, kind of not always, right? But, but it's a good sign. Hmm. I've also been oh, trying God. to um, recently kind of like pull my back, pull my back, pull <laughs> myself back. Excuse me. Um, just too much caffeine. I just want to <laughs> throw words out without even pronouncing them. Um, pull myself back of kind of going back to the attachment thing. Mm-hmm. Naturally, we build attachments, and as humans, a lot of us have anxieties where we just want to be liked, mm-hmm. and so we are constantly thinking, what does that person think about me instead of what do I think about that person? Right. And so I have recently tried to like pull myself back and really analyze the situation as far as, okay, how does this person genuinely make me feel when mm-hmm. I'm around them? Um is this someone that I enjoy spending my time with? How do I feel about myself when I'm around them? Do I yes. feel like a better person? Yes. Do I feel like they bring out good sides of me? And then kind of going from there instead of constantly trying to like please the other person just because they're like physically attractive. Right, right. Um, growing up, maturing. Wow. Mm-hmm. What a thought, Mackenzie. It's hard to do. It's easier said than done. 
you know, instead of always going for the guys that don't like me, you know, mm-hmm. for the chase. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> but that. with friends, I feel like you automatically kind of already have somewhat of a connection. Mm-hmm. So I think kind of maybe growing that connection could be worthwhile. I don't know. Yeah, I think it's something to put on a different pair of lens and look at it through a different perspective or something. But um, I recently got Nick, is it Nick Vial? Is that how you say his name, right? I think that's how you say his name. Okay. I got his new book that just dropped this like past week or something. And there's a chapter and they're kind of talking about that. And he's talking about how male-female friendships, obviously this is just assuming heterosexual, whatever, blah, blah. But a lot of times those friendships form when you both have a lot of time to invest in the friendship. And so that's usually why you get so close is because you're both there for each other. And so he's pretty much saying that eventually life is life. It's probably going to end or you're going to not be as close to each other someday. It's just the cycle of friendship. And so he's pretty much encouraging just like shoot your shot essentially because it's going to end. So wouldn't you rather know? You know, instead of being worried, like, oh, I don't want to ruin our friendship. So I thought that was good advice. Okay. But I also, okay, this made me think of something else. Okay. Which is kind of like that scenario. Uh-huh. So there has been a situation in the past where we have had a friend. Yeah. And he shot his shot with you. Okay. And you rejected him. Right. A little bit. But you guys are still friends. Yeah. So there is possibility where, how did you feel in that moment? Yeah. Um, it sucks. It really sucks because you don't want to. It's obviously a friend, so you care about them. But I think the biggest thing that helped us get back to normal was just time and space. Like we didn't hang out for a long time. And like, I think we both kind of not avoided each other, but we definitely didn't make any effort at all to hang out. So I think it's just been time, and I think it's awkward if you make it awkward. Kind so of do thing. you think that was like he? You guys had spent time together and you had grown a connection maybe in the friend sense for you, but maybe he grew an attachment for you a little bit. Potentially. And for him to maybe sever that attachment, he had to like take some time to like. Yeah, I get it. Yeah. Reconnect. Yeah. Yeah. Like a reality, not reality check, but like perspective shift, I guess. Yeah. Okay. But yeah, I think like I have, I'm glad he said it, you know? I like I I think that was good. It was so. probably very flattering for you as well. Yeah, it was very very nice. But I think that that's really sweet too that you guys can still continue to be mm-hmm. friends. Yeah, I think it made us closer. Yeah, and that's awesome. Mm-hmm. And then now you definitely have a friend that's like I feel like he's gonna be your forever friend. Yeah, yeah. No yeah. matter what. Yeah. Um. Hmm. Yeah, it's very interesting. Kind of like a backward psychology kind of thing. Yeah. With that. Yeah. Um, we also yeah. came across the scenario too, switching up a little bit, falling for a friend who's taken. Ooh. I think that's a tough subject. Have you ever fallen for a friend that's taken? No, I don't think I have, honestly. I've never like fallen for a friend that's taken, but I've definitely been like, he's taken and he's right. attractive. Right. Like there's definitely- Would never go for it. Right. Like we're having a crush on someone and we're like, damn. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, but yeah, I don't think I've ever actually had feelings for someone who was my friend, but they were dating someone. I don't know. You see it in movies all the time and in books and stuff, but I know it happens. No, I feel like that's just like off limits for me. That's kind of like going back to my little blinders. Mm -hmm. Like, I just have blinders. Yeah. 
Like, if you're taken, I don't see you. Yeah. (laughs) What man? I don't see one. If I like someone, I've got blinders. I don't see anybody else. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I could see it, though. I haven't experienced it, but I could see a situation where, like, feelings sneak up on you, and then you're like, damn, you know, like, this is my situation. Right. And I think at that point, you have to put your blinders on yourself, you know? Like, you kind of have to write it off, because I think you just don't mess with other people's relationships. Yes. And so you got to remove yourself and even if that means I think having a conversation like hey I can't be as close with you anymore because I think I might be attached or I might have feelings or something then you gotta do what you gotta do to respect that relationship okay so this is kind of like another tangent Mm -hmm. but it kind of goes into the thought of can guys and girls be friends Mm -hmm. be just friends Wow, it's a long pause there, Sarah. I know. I I just think about my friendships. I'm like, yeah. But I do have some guy friends that I'm friends with, and I know he doesn't want to date me. Like, I we're, we're past that point. You know what I mean? And, yeah. But do you think there's guy friends that you have that if you gave them the opportunity... Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Okay, yeah. so going back to the initial question, yeah. do you think guys and girls can just be friends? I think in, I think they can be, but I think you have to put like boundaries on it. Yeah, yeah, because that yeah. doesn't mean just because they want to sleep with me doesn't mean they get to. You know, so it's like you can still be friends as long as you're not being disrespectful. Fair. But yeah, intention wise, I think we know a lot of intentions. True. Hmm. Hmm. Well, interesting topics. Yeah, that's a good one. Yeah. I don't know. I think everyone has mixed reviews on that. Mm-hmm. I think, hmm. I think they can be, but I do think that there, yes, there are boundaries that need to be made. And even further boundaries if someone is in a relationship. Definitely, yeah. Hmm. Yeah, just about being respectful. Being respectful, knowing what you want. Also, just like paying attention, pulling yourself out of a situation and analyzing it. Like, what do I like about this person? Yeah. Oh my gosh. Went on a date with a guy and I was like telling my therapist, I was like, oh yeah, like he was a great guy, blah, blah, blah. And she goes, why was he a great guy? And I was like, <laughs> well, oh, I don't know. Like he took me out to dinner <laughs> and she goes, does that make him a great guy? And I was like, facts. You know, that's a very fair question. Maybe he's not a great guy. Potentially. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> that's really funny. She goes, what makes him a great guy? Like, what characteristics? What traits? And I was like, <laughs> great point. Mm-hmm. Great point. That is. You thanks. make a better point than he is a great guy. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Love that. <laughs> that's a good piece of advice. Weekly reminder to go to therapy, everyone. I know. <laughs> and my, my therapist th- always tells me on that. My therapist always tells me. She's like, you should date a friend. She tells me that every damn week. I'm like, girl. <laughs> to be honest, actually, my last therapy session, uh-huh. my therapist talked about you. <laughs> she goes, no, seriously, because I told her I was like, one of our friends was saying, her, one of our friends' therapist said, would you talk to Sarah that way as right. you talk to yourself? <laughs> and I was just like, I was telling her, I'm like, yeah, I was crying. I was like, I was crying. I'm like, I hate crying. I'm like, it's not cool to cry. And my therapist goes, 
would you tell Sarah she's not cool if she was crying? And You're I was a like, loser, Sarah. shut up. I'm like, <laughs> I'm like, I'm like, no. And it, she's just like, <laughs> it's such a good point, but it's just like, let me, let me throw a fit real quick. <laughs> I know. So she's like, Mackenzie, it's okay to cry. You're still cool. She goes, Mackenzie's still cool if she cries. And I'm cool. like, damn it, Victoria. Okay. I get it. <laughs> Thank that's you. A, that's a great reframing though. I love that. Yeah. And we're all cool if we cry. Shout out to Victoria. She's throwing love to Sarah, too. <laughs> anyway, on that note, we <laughs> I feel like we are all over the board on this. I know. That's okay. That was very real. That's a normal conversation for us. That's okay. I don't need to be real. I need to be genuine ground. <laughs> Sorry, I'm high on caffeine. All right. And with that, I hope you guys have a great week. Bye. Bye.